Hi, welcome to the first part of this series. The series based around feel-good sports stories. Um, personally, I feel like those feel-good sports stories are the best stories to be told. Um, so, in a world where everything just seems kind of dull and negative, main news media just constantly pounds negativity, and it kind of just brings your mood down as a whole because then you just stress about it, you worry about events things that are going on things that infect you in life things that could this is supposed to take your mind off of it so there's no better way to start off this feel good sports stories uh segment than michael jeffrey jordan aka michael jordan he's born on february 17 1963 this man little than his parents know would go on to be the best basketball player of all time and definitely is better than LeBron James. That's not even a question. So, he uh, he wanted to play with his dad, just basketball, growing up. He taught him uh, everything about the game, everything he loved. He also taught him baseball. Well, when it came to high school, MJ picked uh, basketball over baseball. It was more of an importance to him. His freshman year, he did really good. His sophomore year, though, he tried out for the varsity team. He got cut. His best friend made the team. His best friend made the team because he was tall, and the team, the coaches felt like the team was in desperate need of a tall guy, someone that can get that layup, get uh, get that rebound, things like that. So, MJ took this as a took this very very personally, turned this into motivation. That pain every time he was in the gym, he was thinking about. Um, the pain that it took him, you know, seeing his name not on that list, not not on that team, but he did play JV. Playing JV, he did very, very, very good, but he kept working. He didn't stop. What most people expected him to, he just kept going. Then he made the varsity team his junior year. After he hit his stride, hit a growth spurt, kept working, hit hit the gym, got strong. In his senior year, he averaged a triple double. Which is, there's guys today, like even at our uh, high school, Andrew High School, they can't even average that. And the game has changed. There's things that have changed about it, but that hasn't. That That's a huge, huge accomplishment. Uh, it's clear that Mike had a huge chip on his shoulder. It was If it wasn't taken, that getting cut sophomore year sitting down. He kept working, working, and working, never giving up, never letting it go. Finally, though, he made it into college. He went and played for North Carolina with Dean Smith, his head coach, for three years. Then after his third year, he went he went into the NBA draft. He was picked third overall. He quickly emerged as a league star, entertained crowds with prolific scoring. He, uh... His leaping ability and his way to get up into the basket gave him the nickname Air Jordan and his airness. He also gained the reputation of being an amazing uh, defensive basketball player in a time where defense meant a lot to the game. Now you don't really see defense a lot. He wasn't able to, his first couple of years, he came short of winning that title, that coveted uh, NBA championship. But in 1991, he won his first one. Then through 1993, he three-peated it. And he, re- he retired from basketball. 
1993 and 1994. Some people say this is because his father passed some people say he just needed a break from the game i think it's all of the above uh he went on to play minor league baseball showing the abilities that he has as a person and how just amazing his abilities are gifted to say the least uh he that minor league baseball career he had with the chicago white Sox, he might not have been the best but still playing at that level are a lot of guys that I know, dream of, and still cut it short. So to see him walk on that team and make an impact is amazing. Then he ended up coming back and three-peated again in the NBA in 1996, 1997, 1998. He won an NBA championship. The Bulls, he did this all with the Bulls. Finally, his retirement after playing 15 years in the NBA he owns the Charlotte Hornets. While the team's not that great, still is a testament to him how rich he is, how, how amazing things that he's done. And with a guy that got cut from his high school team, this is this is crazy. Like that that's insane. I feel like looking at people that doesn't know what sport even what sport you get cut from, what sport you don't succeed in, what life attribute you don't succeed in, this shows that it can be done. Thank you for listening for the first part of my series. Part two will be coming.